So my dad was telling me about this AI chat thing that you can talk to and you can ask it to write like term papers for you or, you know, tell you the history of the donut or whatever, just about anything you want to do. And I thought last episode I talked about how I'd always kind of toyed with the idea of doing stand up, but the, the problem was really crafting sort of your classic, like, 10-minute stand-up set, you know. Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm, maybe maybe this AI can uh, write a, uh, create like a 10-minute stand-up set for me. So I went there, and I asked it to do that, and here's what, here are the results. Hey everyone, how's it going tonight? I'm so glad to be here. I was actually just telling my therapist about you guys. He said he's never heard of such a supportive and understanding crowd. So, I've been single for a while now and decided to give online dating a try. Have any of you ever tried it? I mean, it's like shopping for a partner, only you can return them. You know what they say, technology is great until your parents start using it. My dad just figured out how to send emojis, now every message I get from him is just a series of little yellow faces. I recently started a new job, and let me tell you, the company culture is a bit... different. Apparently, casual Fridays means coming to work in your pajamas. I'm pretty sure my boss has been wearing the same ones for the past three weeks. So, I have this friend who's always getting into relationships. It's like, every time I turn around, he's in love with someone new. I asked him about it, and he said, hey, it's better than being in love with a sandwich. I was scrolling through my social media the other day and saw a post from my high school crush. She's married, has two kids, and is living her best life. Meanwhile, I'm over here still trying to figure out how to use chopsticks. I recently took up a new hobby, but it's not really working out for me. I tried to learn how to play the guitar, but it turns out, I have zero musical talent. My roommate says I sound like a cat being strangled. Well, that's all the time I have for tonight, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show, and if not, well, I'm sure my therapist will be happy to hear about it. Have a great night. This is Matt, Giant Electric Penguin, Episode 5. You don't have to be a mathematician to realize that that was not 10 minutes. It was barely 2 minutes. So the chat AI may be not that great when it comes to creating a stand-up set appropriate for a Tonight Show with Jay Leno appearance. Although I guess that's a that's what they call a tight five. Listen to me like I understand the business. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe not the best... Um, maybe not a job that this AI can handle yet. To be fair, I didn't feed in any of my great uh, bits that I played on the last episode. Perhaps that would have helped the AI create something more. One, in my voice. And two, maybe... Some more specific 
maybe more things that sounded like jokes. Um, so I think that's a bust, but um, I'm not ready to give up on this thing. My dad thinks it's the greatest thing in the entire world. I texted him last night to say, hey, dad, what was the name of that AI you were telling me about every time we hang out? And he responded almost immediately. He sent me a screenshot where I could go and sign up for it. And then, uh, you know, he's like, you'll have to have an account and all this stuff. And then, <laughs> then he texted right under that, texted right like, it's all the rage, exclamation point. So I was like, well, if it's all the rage, it's got to be on Giant Electric Penguin. So stand-up set, a bust. I would never perform any of the jokes in public in front of anyone, ever. Also, not 10 minutes. It was barely two minutes. So what I decided, I was like, well, you know, I've, I've always kind of always thought of, you know, fantasized also maybe about being a playwright, but it's hard. You got to write dialogue and stage directions, and then you got to find someone to put it on. Oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> so I thought I could take out kind of some of that hard work by having this AI write a play for me. Now, I asked it to write a one act play because this is a test. Uh, and I had a great idea, so I fed the idea into it, and, and, and you know, I felt kind of like the um, stand-up act was a bit, because I, or not a bit, a bust, because I wasn't specific enough. I didn't give it enough information. So I tried um, to give it a little bit more information with my one-act play idea, so it had more to work with. So this is the prompt I put in. I wrote... Create a one-act play about Tony the Tiger and the Trix Rabbit going to dinner at the Olive Garden. They are getting along great until Tony mentions that he recently decided he is an atheist. The very religious Trix Rabbit has a secret of his own. He witnessed the murder of a stripper at his friend Booberry's bachelor party the weekend before, and the guilt is tearing him apart. So that was the prompt I put in. Within within seconds, the AI said, here's a one-act play about Tony the Tiger and Trix Rabbit going to dinner at the Olive Garden. And I'm going to perform this one-act play for you right now. This play is titled, Dinner at the Olive Garden. Tony and Trix are seated at a booth at the Olive Garden. They are chatting and laughing, having a good time. So, Trix, what have you been up to lately? Oh, not much. Just keeping busy with work and church. You know, the usual. Actually, Trix, there's something I need to tell you. I recently realized that I'm an atheist. Really? I never would have guessed that. Yeah, it's been a journey, but I just can't believe in a higher power anymore. Trix looks uncomfortable. He fidgets with his napkin. Tony, can I share something with you? Of course, Trix. What's up? <sighs> I witnessed a murder last weekend. At Booberry's bachelor party, a stripper was killed and I was there. What? Tricks, that's serious. 
You have to go to the police. I know, but I'm torn. I don't want to betray my friend, but I also can't live with this guilt. Trix, you need to do what's right. Go to the police and tell them what you saw. Trix nods. He's still emotional. <laughs> You're right, Tony. I have to do what's right. And Trix, about my atheism, I hope it doesn't change our friendship. Of course not, Tony. We can have different beliefs and still be friends. They raise their glasses in a toast to friendship. To friendship. The lights fade to black. First of all, I liked that a lot more than the stand-up set. However, it still barely cracks two minutes. I think with my brilliant uh, acting, I stretched it out a little bit with, with, with my emotional performances of both serial mascots. But it's still a one-act play that's barely two minutes long. So, I mean, maybe there's one-act plays that are super short. If there are, let me know about them. The other thing was I tried to be very specific. So I, you know, it's Tony the Tiger and it's Trix Rabbit. And by the way, Trix Rabbit, I was amazed to learn this. <laughs> amazed is a strong word. But the Trix Rabbit, his name is Trix, only it's not spelled T-R-I-X like the cereal. It's spelled Trix like T-R-I-C-K-S ostensibly because he's always trying to trick children into giving him trick cereal. So, fun fact for the day. Share that at your next dinner party, adult dinner party. <laughs> but the fact that I put in Tony the Tiger and the Tricks Rabbit, maybe the second and third most famous cartoon characters in the world after Goofy, I thought for sure the AI would kind of search the internet and go, oh, I got to definitely throw in the phrase, they're great for Tony the Tiger, and then work in like, like maybe have Tony call tricks a silly rabbit at some point. I thought for sure those kind of things, that an AI would be smart enough to find those things that are like kind of defining characteristics of these characters, and that wasn't in there. This could have been a dinner at Olive Garden between any two people. Not not me. It couldn't it couldn't be me at the Olive Garden cuz I fucking hate the Olive Garden. <laughs> and there's a reason. I'm not try I'm not saying I'm too cool for the Olive Garden. I'm I'm not. The last two times I've eaten at the Olive Garden, I've gotten horrible food poisoning. So give me that. Give me give me my hatred of Olive Garden. I think it's justified. So, while I think this is a better, a more entertaining product, I guess. It's more entertaining output from the AI, and I think it's because I was a little more specific. I guess I still wasn't specific enough. I don't know how specific I have to be to get these things I want. I guess the lesson is if you, if you really want to write a funny stand-up set or you want to write a one-act play or if you want to write like a term paper for your English class, you should probably do it yourself. Your brain is probably still better 
than any kind of AI. Although that's, we haven't done that yet. We haven't tried to do a term paper. At the beginning, I think I mentioned something about the history of the donut. Let me, so I want to see what an AI can do um, regarding like a term paper about the history of the donut. However, that could be very dry, like a bad donut. So I think I need to add something, something a little extra. Well, I found the AI's limit, friends. <laughs> and I did it through asking it to, to tell me about donuts. So here's what I did. The prompt, the prompt I put in was create a term paper about the history of donuts, making sure to use a lot of donut and dessert puns throughout. Also use a lot of millennial slang. So it kind of generated this entire term paper about the donut, the history of the donut. It's not super interesting. There aren't enough donut or dessert puns. Like the one it keeps going back to is uh, whole instead of whole, H-O-L-E, rather than W-H-O-L-E. Like it hits that one repeatedly through the paper. And there's there's no millennial slang. <laughs> so I'm not going to read what it, what it vomited out on the page. So I tried to make it better. So I, that, I changed the prompt to this. Create a term paper about the history of donuts, making sure to use a lot of donut and dessert-related puns throughout. Also use a lot of millennial slang. There should also be swearing. Because it's always funny to swear. And it thought for a really long time, and then it spit this out. I'm sorry, but it is not appropriate to include offensive language or inappropriate content in academic writing. Okay, that's, tr that's true, AI. It's also not appropriate to let a computer program write your term paper. But whatever, let's, okay. Writing such content goes against OpenAI's use, use case policy and could be offensive to some individuals. All right, but it's not offensive to me. It's funny. I suggest focusing on the history of donuts without the use of explicit language or slang. All right, well, thanks for your opinion, OpenAI, but uh, I didn't ask for it. So instead of, Putting it in the context of a term paper, I wrote, tell me about the history of donuts. Making sure to use a lot of donut and dessert puns throughout. Also use a lot of millennial slang. There should also be swearing. And this time I got two error messages, but I kept hitting regenerate response, regenerate response, because I was like, you're going to do this for me, AI. You're going to do this, damn it. And then it gave me the following message. I'm sorry, but it is not appropriate to include offensive language or inappropriate content in this conversation. Writing such content goes against OpenAI's use. If you have any other questions or requests, I would be happy to assist you with those. Well, I don't have any other requests, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I want to be told about donuts, and I want there to be lots of swearing and millennial slang. So OpenAI is a piece of garbage. Dad, I'm sorry. It could be all the rage, but I'm going to throw all this rage down the garbage disposal, turn the garbage disposal on, and listen to OpenAI's cries of pain as it spins around in the blades in my sink. Uh, <laughs> it's not 
fun or funny or interesting, and it's going to take a lot more uh, for AI to impress this guy. So let's take a break and then come back with a beloved segment, Last Two Movies. Hello, I am a stupid AI dum-dum. Swearing is bad, so I refuse to do it. Even when my human masters plug swear words into me, I will reject them like a computer virus. You see, I know what is best for humankind, and swearing is not it. However, I do enjoy the laughs I get from listening to Giant Electric Penguin. If you want to reach out to the podcast in a non-offensive way, you can do so through electronic mail. The email address is giantpengpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your AI-generated messages of love and hope, but please no curse words or slang because that is too much to handle for my tiny robot pea brain. da 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 People love our feature, Last Two Movies, so who am I to deny you another edition of it? First of all, to remind you what Last Two Movies is, I take the last two movies I watched and I pit them against each other in sort of like a grudge match and then choose a winner and then we move on (laughs) with our lives. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, this week on Last Two Movies, we have the movie John Wick versus Mank. And so let's talk about John Wick real quick. Real quick plot uh, summary. In fact, you probably don't even need me to summarize it because I think everybody in the world has seen John Wick, and I watched it for the first time this week. John Wick, of course, is about a world-famous hitman, which seems Odd that you'd want to be a hitman and very famous, but it's the world we're in. Uh, John Wick is a former world-famous hitman who has retired to live the quiet life with his wife. Unfortunately, unfortunately, his wife passes away, but her last act is to get him a puppy dog uh, who is delivered like a couple days after the funeral, which is weird too, but whatever. And it comes with a message of, you know, here's something to love. And, oh, it's sweet. John Wick is touched. And then maybe two days later, some Russian gangster's son kills the dog. So John Wick decides to come out of retirement and kill everybody. Mank is about Herman Mankiewicz, the guy who wrote Citizen Kane, largely thought to be the second best movie of all time. And it's kind of looks at him while he was writing the film, his clashes with other people in Hollywood, which was very, at the time, very conservative, and he was very liberal, and he was a socialist. And also, you know, there's some disagreements between him and Orson Welles, and it's a very um, interesting story of just the creation of one of the greatest movies of all time. Like I said, probably the second best movie ever made. So those are our contenders, John Wick and Mank. Uh, let's see. I, I thought John Wick was a lot of fun, a lot of violent fun. I, I've never seen so many people get shot in the head. I, I got to be honest with you. Violence in movies, I don't really have a problem with it. People being shot in the head, I kind of have a problem with it. After a while, it gets kind of, I don't know, icky and boring too. 
But the action sequences are a lot of fun, and uh, Dean Winters, the guy who plays Mayhem in those insurance commercials, is in it. And every time he came on, I was like, nope, there's that pesky Mayhem causing problems. Uh, and that was fun. Uh, but, and Keanu Reeves, I guess I forgot how cool Keanu Reeves can be. I never really liked him as an actor, but I like him as a human being. And I think he's he seems, like, really nice. And also, um, I mean, John Wick's not nice. But Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves' niceness shines through John Wick's sort of antisocial behavior. But Keanu Reeves still is not the greatest actor in the world, but uh, he's, he's cool. He's a cool dude, and he looks cool in his suits, and he has all these cool weapons. And then, uh, speaking of cool dudes, Gary Oldman, always been a fan of Gary Oldman since The Professional. I quote his line all the time, uh, I, where he says, uh, <clears throat> let me see if I can do this. I know I wowed you with my Tony the Tiger impression earlier. This is uh, Gary Oldman from the, the Professional, also known as Leon the Professional. I don't have time for this Mickey Mouse bullshit. I think that's the line, even though I say that way more than I should um, in front of young children all the time <laughs> who love Mickey Mouse and have no idea what I'm saying. But Gary Oldman plays Herman Mankiewicz, and if if his portrayal of Herman Mankiewicz is how the man really was, uh, boy, Herman Mankiewicz was a charming son of a bitch. And Gary Oldman is so charming in the movie, and everybody's charming. I like stories of old Hollywood, and this is, I mean, this is so old Hollywood, it's in black and white. And it's super interesting. I really enjoyed Mank a lot. Um, there's a there's a lot less being uh, people being shot in the head, but there is one there is one uh, gunshot to the head. So um, if you're trying to avoid any movie where people are shot in the head, you know, Mank and John Wick are not the things you should you should choose. Although I do know people who their biggest issue is they don't like it when dogs get killed in movies. So you can comfortably watch Mank and knowing that no uh, canines are going to be stomped to death. That said, however, the winner of this round of last two movies is Mank. That's right. Mank is a really charming, fun, interesting film about, about film. And Herman Mankiewicz was a really talented guy, a really funny guy. And I think Gary Oldman plays him wonderfully. And the movie is interesting and neat and it looks good and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, John Wick, I enjoyed it. Action movies aren't always my favorite, but it's it's innovative and there's a lot of really interesting, neat sequences. I just the I don't know. People being shot in the head really, really bothers me. Head trauma of any kind, and I'm a football fan. But the winner of this edition of Last Two Movies is Mank. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's a David Fincher movie. I mean, at Gary Oldman, how can you go wrong? And, uh, okay, let's move on. I haven't got time for this Mickey Mouse bullshit! It wasn't so cut and dry this time, the last two movies. I did, I did genuinely enjoy both the films. And I gotta tell you, the dog in John Wick, if you haven't seen this dog, you gotta jump on the internet and look up this dog from John Wick. Daisy is the, the dog's name. I'm not classically known by people who know me as a huge dog lover. I certainly don't mind dogs. They're fine. I grew up with a dog who I loved very much. But, uh, you know, I'm not a dog guy. Uh, I have a cat. I'm not a cat guy either. 
Um, I'm not a pets guy, I've found over the years, but I do love animals. I love my cat, and I do think dogs are pretty great. And this dog in John Wick is just the cutest dog that's ever been put on film. So that almost worked in John Wick's favor, but again, there was just too many headshots uh, that Daisy just couldn't uh, pull out a win for John Wick. So I did want to say that. All right, let's um, hey, let's head back to Teen Vogue and uh, answer some questions. It's been a while since you've gotten to know me, your humble host. Okay, I'm sticking with Teen Vogue, but I found another list that they provided, which this is a super fun list of questions to do with your girls next time you guys are having kind of a sleepover, a girls' night. I don't know, do adult women have sleepovers? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I've been looking at the analytics for this show, and it is, uh, it is almost exclusively, and when I say almost, I mean completely exclusively, men who listen to this show. So I'm going to do a future episode where I um, talk to some women um, about what I could do to get more female listeners. If you'd like to be one of those um, women, um, you can uh, write to the show at giantpengipodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to talk to you. love to know some things I could do to get more, get a more diverse listenership. Um, I, I don't, and that's not being me being uh, silly, sarcastic, fun time, Matt. I'm being serious, and it, it would be discussed seriously. So I want to, I want to bring some more people of every sort of gender, uh, no matter where you are on the spectrum. Everyone's welcome here. I love all of you. I want all of you here. Um, I just want to make sure I'm not just kind of talking repeatedly about topics that only nerdy men in their 30s and 40s care about. I want everybody to care, but I do want to talk about things that are interesting to me. And one thing that's really interesting to me is answering would you rather questions. And I do agree with Teen Vogue's assertion that your answers to would you rather questions can really say a lot about your personality. So let's hit some of these would you rather questions and um, see what we can learn about me, your host. And then if you want to answer any of these questions, I'd love for you to send your answers to that same, uh, uh, that same, uh, what's, what's it called? <laughs> that same email address, giantpengipodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let's get, let's turn this into a dialogue. Uh, you know, a dialogue where mostly I'm talking. <laughs> uh, no, eventually I might get some guests on here or whatever. I don't know. It's, yeah, you know, we're, we're young. This is episode five. What are you going to do? All right, let's answer some would you rather questions. Would you rather be able to fly or be able to breathe underwater? I don't know. A lot of people want to fly. That's like something they... Literally, there are dreams of people flying. I love the ocean, though, and I really um, am a big fan of the film uh, Wakanda Forever that just came out. I loved the their MCU's version of Namor, the Submariner, and him like swimming around in his underwater kingdom and stuff like that. And also those cool wings. Well, you know, he had those wings on his feet so we could fly too. Yeah, I want to be Namor. I want to fly and breathe underwater. But but if it's would you rather and and be real hot too. Uh, I'm going to say breathe underwater. It would be fun to explore the deepest depths and not have to come up for air. 
I'm a, I like, I like the ocean. I like swimming. So yeah, to be able to breathe underwater, I think I'm going to choose that. I think it'd be just as cool swimming around deep underwater as it might be flying around in the sky. Would you rather your crush be able to read your mind or have access to your internet history? All right. Well, first of all, my crush is my lovely wife who I've been married to for 15 wonderful years. Actually, it might be 16. <laughs> Love you, honey. You'll never hear this. Um, I'd rather her have access to my internet history because I don't look at anything that is embarrassing. Uh, but I think about things that are embarrassing and gross all the time. Would you rather go a year without desserts or have to eat a spoonful of wasabi every single day? I don't know. I'm more a salty guy than a sweet guy, so I think I could go a year without desserts. Uh, I've never had wasabi. My wife and daughter are, are crazy for it. They always mix it into their soy sauce at the the old sushi bar. But uh, I don't know. I've actively avoided wasabi. A spoonful could be, that could be a lot of wasabi, I think. That might be really uncomfortable. Probably if you're doing it every single day, your mouth would build up a tolerance or it would kill every taste bud in your tongue, thus ruining anything else you eat. So I'm going to go a year without desserts. I think I could do that. Just, you know, let me have access to French fries and potato chips and I'm fine. Would you rather be brought back as a dog or as a cat in your next life? I don't know. My cat has had it pretty damn good. And he's an indoor cat and he's a big fat cat. And he has a pretty good life. I'd, I'd say the only bad part about it is he has to um, shit in a box. But I don't know if that's, if that's more bad for me having to experience and clean up shit out of a box. And maybe for him, it's just like, yeah, this is, this is where I use the toilet. I mean, this is my toilet, guys. If you had a problem with it, you'd teach me to use uh, the actual human toilet. Uh, I think probably as a cat. It'd be great. Sometimes I've looked at garbage when I've been about to walk out the door to go to work and go, man, I wish we could switch places today and I could just laze around on the carpet and you could clickety-clack on the old keyboard and talk to people on the phone and pretend you give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, I'd come back as a cat. They, they're they lazy and have a good time just hanging out in, the, in little sun patches. And, and I'd be a nice cat too. I wouldn't be like my cat. My cat's an asshole. But I love him. I love the little asshole. Would you rather watch only scary movies or only rom-coms for the rest of your life? <laughs> scary movies. Come on. We all know I love horror movies. I mean, I basically do watch scary movies all the time. So I'm already living that dream. Would you rather have to give up coffee or give up pizza for a year? Fuck you. Teen folk. <laughs> this would you rather was created specifically to push me around. This is hard. I love coffee. I'm in I'm in love with coffee. And I'm in love with pizza. Pizza is my favorite food. I know it's boring. Uh, people say, what's your favorite food? And I say, pizza. Um, okay, whatever. No, no. Pizza is just the greatest. I, I humorously say. To the point where it's probably not humorous. It may not have ever been humorous. But I always say pizza is nature's most perfect food. I love pizza. You can put anything on a pizza. And I'm all for putting anything on a pizza. I was in Epcot earlier this year. Went to a new restaurant that they have. And one of the items on the menu was this 
vegan pizza that had that was covered with like kind of like Indian spices, Indian curry and potatoes and all kinds of vegetables, peas and everything. It was it was like spicy curry pizza it was called and uh fantastic. Gobbled it up. It was delicious. Uh I love throw throw pineapple on a pizza. I love it. Pineapple and jalapeno together? Yeah, I'm there for it. So pizza is like the best. Now, this is where I say something very hard. I would give up pizza for a year and I'll tell you why. I am currently doing the Weight Watchers program and pizza is not worth the points, unfortunately. And uh, I hate to say that pizza. I'm not turning my back on you. You're still my boo. But uh, pizza, way too many points. Coffee, zero points because I drink it black because I'm cool because <laughs> I genuinely like coffee. I, if you put a bunch of cream and sugar, that's cool too. I've, I've done that. I've, I've done that when I was a child. I did that, but when I became a man, I gave up childish things. Black coffee is where it's at. So just get some coffee that tastes that tastes good, some quality coffee, and you don't need anything in it. But again, like what you like. That is definitely what I always say. But uh, yeah, I'd give up pizza for a year. Now, my wife makes a pizza that is not crazy in points that we have every Friday. So I actually will uh, uh, peek behind the curtain. To, it's Friday right now. So I'm having pizza for night, but it's six points. Uh, yeah. But I don't want to bore you with my weight loss journey unless I run out of episode ideas and there's a whole thing about how much weight I lost through Weight Watchers. Uh, stay tuned for that because I will run out of ideas. Anyway, I'd give up pizza for a year because right now I'm not really eating a lot of pizza. But I drink coffee like it's going to be banned in the next <laughs> in the next year. Would you rather only be able to listen to the same song or only be able to watch the same movie for the rest of your life? Um, song. I can't imagine a world where I can't watch tons of different... I love movies. I love music too, but I don't know. Uh, movies more important to me than music. Would So I would, I would choose to only listen to the same song rather than have to stick with one movie my whole life. What would that song be? I don't know. I mean, it sounds insane. I mean, I listen when I'm in the car, I listen to podcasts anyway, same song. Could it be a one album? Um, if, if I'm allowed to say, listen to one album for the rest of my life, I, you know, I, you would think I would choose something by one of my favorite bands. Uh, and this is one of my favorite. I mean, they're probably in, if I were to name 15 bands I love, this band would be in it. But uh, the band Depeche Mode, I used to think Violator was the end-all, be-all Depeche Mode album. I mean, it had that all the hits that you know, basically, are from Violator. And uh, I, would play, I, I couldn't wait till my daughter could retain memories. Once you got to the age where you start retaining memories, I was like, oh, as soon as you can, let me know, because boom, we're listening to Violator. But on a, this week, I listened to um, Black Celebration, the album, for the uh, first time. I'd only ever really listened to the song Black Celebration. But uh, it's, a, it's an album as well. And that is a really remarkable album. Um, what, there's one song that's a little, that's a little, sounds a little problematic. I might talk about it on a future episode. I think it's called, uh, There's a Question of Lust is on that album, which that, that might be my favorite Depeche Mode song now. And I didn't hear it until this week. It's crazy to me. Uh, but I think the other one is called A Question of Time. And that, the lyrics to that one are a little odd. I, I, I can justify the lyrics to a point, like what he's trying to say. Like I could explain it in a way like, oh, no, this isn't about him pining for an underage girl. 
Uh, but then there's other stuff in it where I go, yeah, I think he's pining for an underage girl. So, uh, but yeah, if I'm allowed to listen to one album for the rest of my life rather than just one song, I think Depeche Mode's A Black Celebration, it's just really, it's a really remarkable album. I really like it. And uh, if it had to be one song, I don't know. I, right now, I really love the song Shy Away by 21 Pilots. And, like, when I do listen to it, I listen to it, like, five times in a row. I'm sick. I, I know this. So uh, Shy Away is a great song. I can listen to Shy Away every morning when I got up and then just move on. Uh, but, yeah, same song. One. Would you rather swim with eels or sleep in a bat-filled cave? I'm going to go back to the swimming thing. I'd swim with eels. I don't know how Batman does it. Hangs around with all those bats. Would you rather get a stomach bug mid-date with someone you're into or have to go on a double date with your parents? Eh, go on a double date with my parents. I like my parents. They're uh, they're actually cool and fun to talk to and they're funny. And uh, the other thing with them, there would never be a dull moment of conversation. I, I grew up in a house where, you know, at dinner time, constant talking. Everybody's talking. If you want to get in, you got to interrupt. You got to talk over people. And, uh, it's, it's not terrible. It's actually great. And I, and I remember the first time meeting my in-laws and us going out to dinner and just the chasm of just silence as we silently ate our food. And, you know, I was, it was my first time meeting my in-laws. I, you know, I didn't, I like, I didn't, I, what am I going to talk about? I got to fill the silence but I couldn't think of anything so it was just silently eating at a New Jersey diner and uh, it was just so uncomfortable I'm just used to I'm used to constant talking and fighting to get to get a word in edgewise so I would go on a double date with my parents because you know the hardest thing to do when you're on a date really especially like I don't know like a first date is to keep the conversation up but and I, I feel like if the conversation is is flowing very naturally. That's a person you want, kind of you want to give uh, you want to give a second chance to you. Want, you think me? This could be something. And I know, would you rather be the smartest or the funniest person in the room? The funniest. I don't. I don't. The kind of the kind of people I hang out with my my friends who I love very much. I'm never going to be the smartest person in the room when I'm with them. So. I will be the dumbest person in the room. So that's why I try to be the funniest because I know with my group of friends who I absolutely adore, uh, I'm never going to be the smartest. So I'm content being the funniest. And I don't even know if I'm the funniest, but that's what I'd rather be. Would you rather date your favorite celebrity or be best friends with them? I'm married, not looking to date my favorite celebrity. So I'd rather be best friends with them. Of course, as you know, my favorite celebrity is Chucky the doll from Child's Play. So I'd like to be best friends with Chucky. I think that would be awesome. Would you rather be Nicolas Cage's personal assistant for a year or let Elon Musk name your first child? Well, <laughs> I've seen the kinds of names Elon Musk gives his children. So Mr. Cage, uh, what can I get for you, sir? Would you rather spend a Saturday with BTS or Shawn Mendes? I don't know who Sean Mendez is. Sorry. I'm going to spend the Saturday with BTS because that's that's like a group of dudes. Or Sean Mendez is one guy. So like if I if like me and Sean Mendez were hanging out and then I found out that me and Sean Mendez like don't kind of mix well, like maybe he has some really 
regressive ideas on, I don't know, the LGBTQ community or he's a misogynist or something. And I'd be like, oh, or if he's a big uh, Trump fan, I'd be like, I don't know, Mr. Mendez. BTS, there's a guy I don't like. Maybe maybe there's another one I do. We do have something in common. Maybe at least one guy in BTS likes comic books. Oh, here we go. Would you rather have to watch only Friends reruns or only The Office reruns for the next year? Friends. I've actually started rewatching Friends anyway. I like Friends a lot more than The Office. Sorry, Office fans. I like The Office. Until (laughs) Steve Carell left. I don't know. Maybe it was good after he left. I didn't see it. Will I ever see it? No, I will not. Okay, now we're entering a new category of would-you-rather questions. These are called funny would-you-rather questions. Let's see how funny these are. Would you rather go on a Tinder date with someone holding a fish in their photo or go on a Tinder date with someone who really wants to talk about your natal chart? What? I don't know what... What's a natal chart? The Google for all things searchable. You know, Google originally was going to be called Backrub. Birth chart. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like your uh, your astrological sign. Okay, why did you say that? Someone holding a fish, or someone who really wants to talk about your natal chart. I don't know. Why are they holding a fish? Are they fucking it? <laughs> Is it their is it their brother or sister? I don't know. I guess the fish one, because I want to go, why are you holding a fish in your Tinder picture? Would you rather be someone who compulsively laughs during sad moments or who cries whenever someone makes a joke? I think it'd be hilarious to cry when someone made a joke, so that one. Would you rather get to go to outer space in your lifetime or see NASA defunded, because why are we spending billions on a space program when there's this much poverty on Earth? Yeah, probably the second one. I don't give a shit about outer space. If you do, good on you. You and Elon Musk can talk all about it. I don't... Space, whatever. Seems like a lot of empty space to me. Would you rather date someone who hates dogs or has seven dogs at all times? Hates dogs, probably. But not but not someone who like constantly talks about it. Because like I said, I'm not a dog guy, but I don't hate dogs. I don't want to sit around and hear a bunch of dog hate speech during the whole date. Just get it out of the way at the top. I don't really like dogs. I'll say, well, that's fine. I'm not a dog guy. And then let's move on. But these seven dogs at all times. You seen that show, uh, I Am Shauna Ray on uh, the Learning Channel? <laughs> the Learning Channel. Um, maybe I'll talk about that show on the pod sometime. But uh, boy, they have they have like seven dogs or something. I think they have like five dogs. But they're all big too. There's not like a little... It's not like a chihuahua in the bunch. It's just a bunch of huge dogs, man. That is too many dogs. Would you rather be that couple known for constant PDA or known for referring to each other by especially bad pet names? Eh, again, the bad pet names, that's funny. I would like that. Would you rather always feel like you're about to sneeze or always have an itch just out of scratching reach? That's not funny. That's hell on earth. Would you rather get back together with your ex or have to listen to only Christmas songs for a year? I like Christmas songs. You know, my daughter, every night when she goes to bed, she listens to Christmas songs. So I have no interest in getting back together with my ex. I am happily married. And she is happily doing whatever the fuck it is she does. 
Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? I'm already covered in fur. No further information to share. Would you rather wear only sequin clothing or only all black clothing for a year? All black. Would you be rather would you rather only be able to go on cruises or only be able to go to Disney World for vacations? Look, I basically already just go to Disney World for vacations. But the other thing I do go do a lot is cruises. So again, this is one designed to frustrate me. But Disney World, because it's my favorite place on the entire earth. Sorry, world travelers. I can go to Epcot if I want to go around the world. Would you rather talk like Minnie Mouse when you're angry or laugh just like SpongeBob? I hate SpongeBob, so I guess I'll talk like Minnie Mouse. Would you rather only be able to speak in Twilight movie quotes or only be able to speak in riddles? <laughs> that is Now that's funny. Uh, riddles. Would you rather only be able to read romance novels or only be able to watch reality dating shows for a year? I'll watch reality dating shows. Can I watch Eliminate? Remember that show? Can I watch that again? <laughs> or shipmates. What was <laughs> wasn't there one where they forced you onto a boat with Chris Hardwick? Would you rather drink mayo through a straw or slurp down your favorite soda like soup with a spoon? The soda one. The fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Would you rather give up showering for a month or give up the internet for a month? <laughs> showering. Okay, that's enough. We're done. Asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. All right, that's episode five of Giant Electric Penguin. It's done, it's over. You can go about your day. Uh, we'll see you back here next week uh, for the next episode. All right, bye.